The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice with bands such as Simon Fraser University, Inverarian District, and many, many more playing G1 products. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Well, this week's podcast will be one of a difference, because we're coming to you kind of semi-live from the Kids With Cancer charity night. Now, this event is going to be all sorts of exciting. You guys have been waiting for it for this past couple of weeks, so we're about to get into it. Things The guys are just up here in the room, actually warming up, practicing on drum pads and stuff, and drinking the odd little beer and two, and having a laugh together. It's very Very fun, I have to say. (laughs) Walked in through the door of the venue today and uh, absolutely lashing it down with rain, so I was very glad to get out of the rain. Um, But as soon as I walked through the door, there was Jim Kilpatrick just standing, having a chat with Stuart Little. And I was like, am I dreaming? Is this real? (laughs) Very cool. So on this week's podcast, we will have no domestics, unfortunately. No listener mail this week. So yes, if you do like this week's podcast, you can email us in as always. Big Rab Show at gmail.com. Send us in your messages and we'll read them out on next week's podcast. But this week, yeah, we're in the thick of it. This charity concert, I think it's in its third year now, and we are about to open the doors and start the proceedings. I'm all sorts of excited. Now, there have been so many very kind donations from all sorts of amazing sponsors of the event, and rather than try and list them all here on the podcast and I risk neglecting someone and possibly offending someone by missing them, what you need to do is check the Big Rab Show on Facebook. We have a Facebook live stream already carried out where we have featured all of the kind of donations and stuff that people have given. There's my phone going off. See, people's messaging me saying, Rab, come downstairs, things are happening. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly the crack. Andrew's saying, oh, I'm about to start. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I better get back downstairs here and make a start on things and stop hanging out in the tuning room and actually go and do something. All right, well, like I said, there is no listener mail this week, so no domestics to get through. Other than, don't forget to check out our, you know, the guys who help us, and that is, of course, Rhythm Monster. You can use our promo code, BigRabMonster, to get money off at the checkout. Plus, go to BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo, and you can get 30 days of premium for $1. All right, that's enough of an introduction, I think. Time for me to go and earn my keep. Let's go and have a yarn for some people. Let's go into the practice room. I hear them working here. Hello there. Oh, Hi.
Thanks for joining me. Do you want to introduce yourselves, lads? Gareth McLeese. <laughs> Jimmy Crawford. Hello, Jimmy. And you're just off stage, mate. I have to say, you got quite a decent roar up there. <laughs> How did you find it, mate? Uh, it's alright, uh huh. It was a good laugh, eh? And uh, I noticed earlier on you were kind of rehearsing backstage with Stuart Little, of all things, on the snare drum. How did you find him as a drummer? <laughs> so I have to ask you've been pretty successful in the solo circuit how did you find this past season? it's been better uh-huh um, we've had a lot of good victories so yeah that's it can I ask then how much practice would you put in for a world championship would it be a lot of practice then each day? I bought two hours of three so. really? wow that's a heck of a lot more than I ever practiced <laughs> Fantastic stuff. What about yourself, guys? How's you, man? I'm good. I'm good. You're here Always. again. I'm here again. Yeah. Great yeah. calls. Great evening. So, aye. I think we're kind of in the the backstage practice area, and this is where most of the crack is. At yeah, the it is actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've just seen the the room downstairs there briefly, but that's packed. All, all looks pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So, so everyone's all kicking through the window and laughing at us. Hello. Hi, Hello. <laughs> How you doing, lads? So I need to ask you, it was about this time last year that you told me to keep an eye on what the British Drum Co were doing. And you told me that there was something special coming and they weren't lying. (laughs) For all I knew at the time actually, but yeah, um, yeah, good things are happening, brand new drum out and on the market and aye, it's uh, How do you find working with the guys at the British Drum Co? Brilliant, very, very good. It's dead yeah, exciting though, this um, new product on the line, yeah. New products, um, constantly evolving, things going on, and I think it's really good for the, the pipe band scene as well, have a, another another face, I oh, suppose, yeah. within the, the drum market, so aye, it's good. It's very, very good. It's brilliant to be involved in, so. So can I ask them both for yourselves, are you looking forward to the 2020 season? How, how do you think things are going to go? We'll go alright, and our bands are going well. It's more competition, so. Ah, excellent, good stuff. Not giving too much away, though. What about yourself? Ah, uh, uh, we'll see. I'm just looking forward to getting back out with the band, enjoying playing good music, getting a wee pint with everybody out of every band, yeah. um, and just getting out there again and doing, doing what we do. That's pretty That's, nice. it, That's what it's all about. Aye. As far as I can think at the minute, to be honest. I know. I can't um, wait to get in the grass, even though it's lashing my rain out there at the minute. I know. I know. <laughs> Well, guys, thanks a million for chatting to us, and all the best for the incoming season. Cheers, Thanks, Cheers. Thank you. Joining me, Mr. Glenn Baxter and Beth Preston. Hello, guys. How are you? Not too bad. Just enjoying the show. Yeah. I have to say, Glenn, we, I was joking about this before I switched the mic on, but you're on this show more often than me. Uh, I wouldn't think so, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you could say that. So tell me this. You tell me you've been away in Germany, what, twice now? Yeah, I was uh, away in November and December there um, last year, uh, 2019, so... How'd you find that? Uh, great experience. Um, toured all over uh, Germany. What took you over there? Well, a set of bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's what it is, yeah. Excellent. So you were playing with this part, like a tattoo, or is it a big concert? or? Uh, first one was uh, alongside D-Side, a uh, Caledonia pipe band from Aberdeen. Yes. Um, great bunch of guys. I uh, went over uh, for a week as part of the Scottish Music Parade. Um, I see. I've heard about the Scottish Music Parade. Was it a big deal over there? Yeah, um, Germans love it. Um, really, aye. It's brilliant sets, uh, bringing traditional tunes uh, right through to modern tunes. So, uh, first half shows more uh, traditional, uh, right through to modern. So, uh, see. then right through. Uh, mix of both worlds, really, on that one, yeah, aye. Yeah, big mixture, yeah. 
Excellent stuff. So you playing anywhere then this season, this coming year? Yes, yeah, still playing with the PSNI pipe band. Good man yourself. This will be my fourth, third or fourth season. Is it really? There you go. So can I ask then, how are hangs behind the scenes? I'm asking everybody this because we want the backstage <laughs> gossip, you know. How's things going so far this winter? Yeah, band's going pretty well. Um, yeah, good business and looking forward to the season ahead. Excellent stuff. That's a very cryptic answer. I love that. <laughs> Not giving anything away. Beth, how are you doing? Good. Uh, you're here tonight performing, of course. Yes. What did you think of that introduction, by the way? Oh, how are you doing? Okay. Well, <laughs> it was quite impressive and quite a, quite a massive roar for you as well. Yeah. How did you find it up there? It was nerve-wracking. There's a lot more people than I thought there was going to be. Really? I mean, that's it. The place is packed. Yeah. So it's just rammed full of people. So did you get a chance to even have a look around to see who's there? No, I just sort of looked above me didn't Aye, yeah. make any eye contact <laughs> Grant, so with yourself, obviously, you've been really prolific in the solo scene. How have you been going so far this solo season? Not too bad, yeah. The Cully Backies in uh, April now. Rolling up in April, yeah. So that's yeah. the next one on the crosshairs for you, aye? Yeah, and then the Ulster's just after it. I see. Hoping to pick up another medal? Hopefully. Of course you will. Of course you will. Of course you will. Now I have to say, uh, you are—you did play with the PSNI last season, but you've now changed bands. Is that correct? Yeah, I was with PSNI for three years. Three years. Yeah, just moved to Loman and Clyde for this 2020 season. Yeah, see, every time I mention Loman and Clyde, we have to go. Oh, Loman and Clyde. <laughs> you got to give him a shout. Yeah, Loman and Clyde. Clyde. You. You. <laughs> <laughs> Even Garth McLeese is a fan of the Clyde. There yeah. you go. All right. So, how have you found the move then to Loman and Clyde? Uh, it's been quite challenging, but it's been good. It's, I like it. Let's see, a new way of playing, new sets, new yeah, so a different way of style and all of that. Yeah. Right. So how does practice work then for yourself? Do you have to fly over? Yeah, I fly over once a month, but I sort of try and do the Tuesday and Thursday night at home, eight to ten, to try and keep keep, keep things moving. Up, yeah. Aye, all of that. There you go. So this incoming season will be a big year for you. Yeah. New bands, all of that. So we'll wish you well, Beth. Thank you. Have a good one. And yeah, if you lift that Ulster medal, for, for, <laughs> yeah, you can thank me for it because like, I'm predicting it now. Beth's going to lift an Ulster medal. There you go. <laughs> you playing any of the solos yourself, I'm playing, no? I haven't done a couple of years, but uh, have we think about it and see. Oh, that could be a challenger there. Yeah, I like that. Class. Well, guys, I'll let you go. Thanks a million for chatting to me. Cheers. Well, I'm in the practice room and we've just had a bit of a bather on these amazing axial drums. Oh my God, they're incredible. And joining me, Mr. Jim Kilpatrick. How are you, Jim? I'm very well, Rob. How's yourself? The best, thanks. Right. Can you tell me about these pictures of beauty? I'm not overselling them by any means, but these drums look incredible. Well, we've got four, four new drums here today, which uh, British Drum Kindly made up specially for the for the the show yeah i don't think i've seen these before no you haven't and um they're kind of experimental but not experimental if i you love it though i mean but um yeah. yeah using different um the one thing that that uh, keith from british drum is is best at is uh, wood uh, i get that impression because it's you know even when you run your hand over the shell like that you can feel the grain yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, well, there's, yeah, and, the, the, and, the and I've got them in different different woods. There's bird's eye maple. There's, uh, you know, there's birch. There's other other types of like that exotic. Dark, that dark brown one over there with the gold and everything. What kind of wood is that? Ah, uh, that's a uh, that'll be maple, but it's dark. It's maple? dark. It's a smoked walnut. It's gorgeous finish. It really is. Uh, and the one, to be fair, the one that caught me out, much to Garth McLeish's 
happiness was this blue one here on the floor? Aye, yeah, yeah. Go- golden boy. So you got us the, the golden boy. Golden boy. Yeah, he, right. gets, he gets the um, uh-huh. he, he gets, gets the shoes. You get the golden boy drum. Uh, he's smiling uh, over oh. there. <laughs> We're just going to start an argument now. But uh, they, these are honestly gorgeous. So these guys would spend, uh, would there be a lot of hands on in making these or yeah. are they all machine? No, no, they're all handmade. They're all, there's nothing machined in it. Uh, Keith himself would be responsible for, for uh, putting the shelves together. So he's had time with hands-on in there with the, the sanders for half an hour or whatever. Hands-on, experimenting, yeah. and um, not scared to use different woods, not scared to uh, push the boundaries a wee bit and, and no. build outside the box. That's it. And well, if anything, can I say, I'm dead excited to hear a drum corps playing these. The last time I was chatting to you was at the Worlds, whenever these were launched, and you guys played them on the grass. And that was the first real flavour we've got of these. Sounded awesome, to be fair, but I really want to hear them as a drum corps with a band. Have you had that yet? Have you heard them played with pipes yet, Jim? I've not, I have not, no. actually, to be honest. I, um, Glasgow Police, as you know, is going to be um, yes. showcasing them this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've also got a couple of bands um, in Brittany that's going to be playing them, and a couple of bands in Canada so far. So there is some cores out there, and um, that'll be nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, I'm too. I'm dead excited to hear it, yeah, well, because, they were, because they were launched in, at the Worlds, really, there was, that was it. There was no other opportunity to, to get them out of there on the Aye, no, on that's the park. it. Yeah, and, and like, like you said to me at the Worlds, you know, rather than try and push it out and rush the thing, I'd rather get it done and get the product proper right, if you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. Actually, and you know, we'll continue to do that. They will always, the one thing that we, that we often speak about is we're never done. Yeah. We're, always, we're always looking to improve, you know, mm. anywhere, even if it's tiny little things that you improve. Um, you know, if Just it's, little bits if it's, at a time, yeah. If it's, if it's doable, we'll... Uh, and it makes a difference, then then it'll be done. That's it, perfect. So I have to say, welcome to Northern Ireland. You're not you're not a stranger to Northern <laughs> uh, Ireland. No, I've, I've spent yeah, I've served yeah. some time over here. Yeah, but this is your first time then playing at this charity event. What's been your yes. impression so far? Oh, great! I mean, everybody. I mean, we're we're all using the same kind of tune-up uh, recreation room. Um, so yeah. I agree. Everybody, it's, uh, you know, something. It's, it's, I think it's the first time that we've all been together in the, hmm. in the one the one space. It is something quite special, to be honest. It is. Yeah. It really is. It's great. Mm-hmm. Papers and drummers. I dare say there'll be quite a few selfies took before the <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, they better catch me before three o'clock in the morning. Like, uh, <laughs> no, that's it. So, Jim, <clears throat> there's a couple of questions I regret. Didn't ask you when I first got chatting to you at the Worlds. Like, some big rab show staples. Uh, well, first of all, have you got a favourite cheese? A favourite cheese? My mm. goodness. I, I have several favourite cheeses. Uh, one of my f- most favourite, and I can't remember the name of it, is a, actually a Spanish cheese. All right. Uh, but I do like... Uh, you a bit of a cheese connoisseur then, Jim. I'm not really, no. no, no. <laughs> but uh, I love blue Stilton. I love oh, Stilton. Not the stinky stuff? Uh, well, not yeah. too stinky, but uh, no. yeah, I like it. <laughs> small doses, small doses. Ah, there you go. And also, I need to ask, it's kind of another Rab Show staple... What has been your most memorable moment then in piping and drumming? Is there one moment you can pick out as being that was something special? It's a big question to ask, isn't it? It's a big because there's actually quite a lot. You know, everybody will say that uh, the last championships are always your best, but actually my first championship was one of my best. That was in 1973, so it's a long time ago. There you go. Do you still remember it well? I do. I do. I do remember it like it was yesterday. There you go, Grant. Well, if anything, I think the future's bright with British Drumco at the moment. We have got an invite to go to the factory. 
So we have, and they've told us that they're going to break out the Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cake? My mm. goodness, you must be important. Must be. They never do that for me. <laughs> Did you ever get the Jaffas, no? I got to bring my own Jaffa cakes. <laughs> Guys, where was this? Did I get the Jaffa cakes, guys, no? Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's on the podcast now, mate, yeah. There you go, Stu. Yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, yeah, you have to get Gareth sorted out with Oh, no, that's why there's no Jaffa cakes, because uh-huh. Stu eats them all. Oh, oh, that's what it is. He does. Okay. You know, be aware. <laughs> he just goes in and hoovers every, every biscuit up that, uh, that comes nice. within... So we have to jump in quick for Stu guys. You do, you do, he's he's a biscuit guy. Excellent stuff. Well, one last question before I let you go. Are there any cores or drummers in particular that you are excited to watch? Obviously a lot of people have paid entry to come and see you guys playing tonight. Is there any drummer out there that you're excited to watch nowadays? Tonight or in general? Just in general, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I have to confess, I, when I was competing, the one thing that I didn't do, not for any other reason than I just kind of... I, I was always impressed when I heard anybody playing. Mm. And sometimes it put me on a little bit of a, a back foot because I'm thinking, wow, this is the, you know, this guy's amazing, oh, or this yeah. core's amazing. And, and I used to just then uh, stop paying attention to what other people were doing. Um, not out of disrespect, but kind of out of respect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, right. um, and I just wanted to concentrate on what I was doing. So, of course, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody here. And you know, this this game is a tough game. People don't get high up the ladder without putting the work in. So, oh, that's it. Yeah. For that, you know, you got to uh, you got to take your hat off to everybody that um, that gets to any kind of. Um, a high level advanced yeah. level of course mm-hmm. and, well, and everybody it. else as well you know everybody everybody practices but some some put more work in than others and, and uh, if that reaps the reaps the benefits the benefits then that's just good it. on them yeah so in your competing days would you have put in a serious amount of practice in your competing days competing days yeah. I, I when I well from the age of 15 till about 27 hmm. I practiced a minimum of 12 hours every single day Every Whoa, day. 12 hours, Jim. Every single day. Every day. People wow. say that's not possible, but it actually is possible. Oh, I did it. <laughs> and sometimes a lot, most of the time, more than that. Wow. Um, that's incredible. You have to have stopped for a lunch break or something and then oh, start course. again. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you can, you 12 can, hours. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's what it takes, yeah. though. But, yeah. um, and, and then all the time, you, you, well, you've just got to rehearse. You've got to practice. You've got to put the practice time in. That's it. Both for your. The, you know, memorising everything and then also physically playing and, and actually, actually being match fit. Yeah, that's it. So there is, there's a lot of talk about that recently about being match fit and that. So, yeah, interesting. 12 hours practice. Flip. I don't know. I'd I be lucky know. if I could get 10 minutes in the week. 12 hours. I'm, 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 I'm looking to sleep for 12 hours <laughs> a day now. <laughs> Jim, thanks so much for chatting to us on the show. Thanks, and if anything, I wish you as well with British Drum Co. We'll be watching you guys with interest. This Thank you. Season. Appreciate it. Thanks, Have a good Jim. evening. Thank you.
So, tonight is progressing well, I have to say. The crowd is absolutely insane. The place is packed to the gills. And if anything, it's kind of uncomfortable in there. So much so that there isn't anywhere to sit down. <laughs> it's packed. It's wall-to-wall people and everyone's enjoying the music. I'm actually hanging out now at the practice room. I'm sure you can hear. That's a bit of Chris Armstrong there. Having a wee bit of a batter. Not bad, even if I say so myself. And yeah, I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. And again, that's normally around this time of the week, or the podcast, that I normally go to Topic of the Week, but the entire show is Topic of the Week. So, I think it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the Topic of the Week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. So joining me on the podcast is uh, three quite famous drum majors. And you all go shy as soon as I hit the go button. I don't go shy, Rob. Oh, you don't. <laughs> You're never shy, man. Never shy. Yeah. Just want to introduce yourselves, let the listeners know who's here. Jason Price. Hello, Jason. Uh, Emma Barr. And Lauren Hanna. Now, guys, I was saying to you just off mic that your Snapchats have kept me going through. <laughs> Some Sundays have been epic. Your adventures out there, outside the piping world, has been something epic. Do you guys party together all the time? Every weekend? We, like, are, we no. are besties. Like. No, every weekend. No, like, I don't think I can face the pipe on more like a neck. <laughs> I have to be honest, that's some of the adventures. Uh, if you aren't following these guys on Snapchat, you really should. Uh, it's <laughs> no, like, quite hysterical. No, like. yeah. well, we actually have quite a, a bit of a following on Snapchat from Australia, believe it or not. Australia? Of Australians, oh, wow. yeah. Have a big on Snapchat. Shout out to Honey Boo Boo. So, <laughs> Honey Boo Boo on Snapchat. So, guys, is it just the Snapchat thing that you guys are in full at the minute? Or do you Instagram? Instagram, we Instagram, Instagram yeah. Facebook, all that stuff. Yeah. Emma loves TikTok. Like, oh no, like big TikTok, no big fan. <laughs> she does all the TikTok dances. I do See. not disclaimer. I do not. That no, she lie. does. That is a lie. Jason, you ever get into the TikTok? Uh, I'm not a TikToker. Things I don't do. No, that's one thing. No, I am a professional working man. <laughs> that's it. If anything, you put a photo up not too long ago of your classroom. Yes. Yeah. You're a primary five teacher. I am a primary five teacher. Believe it or not. <laughs> you were not thinking. <laughs> I like to let my hair down on the weekends. 
No, work, no. work hard, play hard. That's it, quite right. What did you guys think of tonight, though? Really, really good. It was such a good night. Such a good night. Really enjoyed it. No drum majors in that lineup. No, I noticed. We've been offended, but you know, last year it was great because they had the drum majors. We had great drum majors last year. They were the best. We performed last year. It was very, very good. So it's great to see such a big crowd raising tons of money for all of this. You guys rolling into 2020, have you been doing any preparation at all or just part of it? Oh, every day. Lauren's <laughs> <laughs> just looking first place. <laughs> no, um, we have we have a concert coming up in the future, so we're doing a bit of practice for that. Yeah. See, are you guys doing the Klaus Kelt one? Um, it's top secret, that's what we're doing. There's a few in the pipeline, so you'll just have to wait and see. Okay, okay, um, all right. I love this. Um, Good stuff. Yeah, we're, we're starting to think about the season. Yeah, not long. Not long to go. Rolling into that time. Yeah, and there was there was one thing, Lauren, I have to kind of single you out. I did say to you earlier about how you, you went up to McDonald's and give the salute at the cashier. <laughs> Accepted your milkshake with pride. No, like I was McDonald's No, champion. like Lauren was McDonald's champion. I had the pleasure of presenting her with that. Um, That's right, yeah. Emma, Emma was the McDonald's chieftain. And I think it was photos and everything. No, it was the best prize I've ever won. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you so much. McDonald's champion. <laughs> and if you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, do you just want to give your Snapchats out? Yeah, obviously. Um, so, Emma J. Bar 7. There you go. Jason, Jason Price 1. I'm Lauren Hannah one. There you go. Yeah, follow these guys. And trust me, your you Sundays will never be the no, same. No, you will not regret it. It'll be the best decision of <laughs> no, your life. No, it <laughs> it's all sorts of hysterical, yeah. Grant, thanks a million, guys. I'll You've see been real. you. Love you. God bless. See you on the grass. See you on the grass. So, joining us on the podcast are the Pro Line lads. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Hello. Hello, well, would you like to introduce yourself individually first of all? Who have we got around the table? Uh, I'm Jordan. As <laughs> Jordan Bailey, of course, you're a bit, yes. And yourself? Hey, Stevie McQuillan. And Kerr McQuillan. Of course, yes. Now, guys, Proline, I've been talking about you guys on the show this last few weeks about the R3. Is that right? Can you tell us a wee bit about this R3, this new stick that you have? Well, you've obviously got Jordan sitting to your left who'll explain a wee bit more about our recent collaboration. Yes, but the um, the R three then extends the sort of range of what we're doing, so that gives the um, the player the opportunity to totally customise their stick from head to grip, and be able to build that on their new website. We plug there, Rob. You know, all, all the this plug. Yeah. <laughs> all, the double, all the double use proline sticks. uk. Why not? So that's where people can go and pick it up and do all the customization and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. So you can offer any kind of color at all. The embroidery work as well and the mallet head, all that stuff is completely customized. Customized. So we could get a big Rab Show stick done. Absolutely. The red and black and all Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Choose, yeah. choose, choose your head um, composition, choose your fur, choose the stem uh, length and density. All of that. Choose the, the beat. It's fascinating, you know. Yeah, if anything, you guys have such a wealth of customization around, but for us snare drummers, it's a wood stick. There's not much else you can really do with it, I suppose. Ah, I, suppose the, I suppose the secret lies in when you do the sound test. Ah, that's it, exactly. <laughs> do right. the sound test. Indeed. So, Jordan, yourself, congratulations on another world championship, by the way. Thank you very much. It's a wee distance away from it now. Yeah. Has it sunk in? <laughs> uh... I don't think it ever does sunk in. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it happens, and then you're like, 
you wonder if you're dreaming. That's it. And then the next day, you're still pinching yourself, going, yeah. did that really happen? <laughs> there you go. But two titles in, it's bound to feel good, though. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, I suppose the band does work hard for, for coming up to the championships and stuff like that as well, so it's, I think it'll be a lot different this year as well with the concert that we've got coming up in Worlds Week 2, so it'll definitely be a busy schedule for us. So then, Jordan, tell me about your you know, partnership with ProLine. What is this all about? We've seen little sneak peek yeah. clips and stuff of you, all very cryptic. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, so I suppose after recent success with um, the JB Original Stick, which I launched back in 2016, yeah. um, it's grown so much, um, obviously with me building the stick and designing and manufacturing the stick myself, um, I thought it was about time that I sort of took it elsewhere and... Um, I suppose ProLine was always a company which came across as a reliable company, um, also something which happens within the UK, you know, it's totally built and manufactured in the UK, which there obviously appealed to me. Not a bad thing, <laughs> not a bad thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, and it's just extending that range that, that ProLine already have, I suppose. Um, so what we've done is we've uh, built on the stick that I originally had, um, hence why I called it the JB original because I thought that yeah. there would be a little bit of change <laughs> somewhere along the line so right yeah so you no, knew this was going to be happening somewhere in the future uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't do it all myself yeah. so yeah um I suppose with the new stick it's a completely different model off the existing stick which I had um before mm-hmm. um the stick has a totally different sound and feel to it uh, weight wise and tonally um as well as offering different colors and and all whatever else we've got. All of the bells we were and whistles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I suppose to the Terror Drummers is a bit of a <laughs> an appeal. A bit of a bonus, yeah. If so you sound good, looking good's a, a second as well. There you it? go. <laughs> that, that's what I was just going to ask then. With all the customization that ProLine and yourself, Jordan, are going to be offering then, is it about the appearance of the stick first or the tone of it on the drum? Which totally comes sure. first? The tone Absol- first? Absolutely, absolutely. Sound quality. So we've done a lot of joint testing, we've done a lot of joint work on products and um, we've set up a, through our collaboration you know, a method of testing sticks before they leave us and arrive at uh, the, the, the player's use. Yeah. And um, what you know, happens under the hood is really important and I suppose the whole weight balance and um, the, the materials that are used. So a real switch on to quality, I think the collaboration is going to offer far more extension, you know, with base tenor sticks. And there are plans for other things too. Oh, I love this. Every I time I talk don't. to you, Stevie, <laughs> you seem to have all sorts of sneaky things up your sleeve, oh, man. Well, it's just, we just call it development. It's all, I suppose it's been progressive, Rab. You know, there that, you go. You know, that, that the pipe band world, I suppose, you know, and the top players demand top quality, and that's what we want to keep delivering and keep pushing ourselves to develop and improve what we do. So I think the collaborations are win win. Um, yeah, did you agree with that? Yeah, no, definitely. I suppose it's it's all about putting a product out which you customise yourself. So, you know, every player's got a, a different taste um, and it's it's meeting the needs of that as well. So I think that's really what we're offering here and tailoring things to, to certain players. Um, yeah. Totally weight-wise and, you know, Every quality that you guys can adjust, you're adjusting it. Absolutely. So some people will come to us and ask us to design something specifically for the base antenna, maybe to the higher antenna. So I think our collaboration now, we we can offer that range. We've got the manufacturing facility to do that. We've got the you know we've got the the products to do that. We've got the team to do it. So we're quick in response, and um, yeah, 
Fantastic stuff. Care, I'm not ignoring you, mate. We're all talking about tenor sticks here. I want to ask you about the Big Rab Show Hornpipe. I have to say, first off, thank you for your drum score. Flipping amazing. <laughs> if I can say that on the podcast without editing it out. Um, well, how did it come about? How did you put that together? Um, so I just saw online Facebook that uh, you had a hornpipe. A wee bit of a challenge going, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I thought, do you know what, I'll give it a go, write a score, see what it can come of it. And it was very musical and good swing to it, so I thought I'll have a score and give it a go and it turned out pretty good. It's pretty cracking, to be honest. There's your score and then there's the redrafted yeah. one that we have from Andrew Heunicke. And Have you had a crack at that? Have you seen it? I've had a look at it, but I've not managed to have a go at it yet. That's your competition there, mate. So that's your competition. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a bit of a competition going. We are putting it out there to the listeners of the show. If your favourite version could be the future theme of the Big Rab Show. But I did say to the listeners, we're not done yet. I reckon we'll hear it played with a barbershop quartet or a, you know, symphony orchestra or something. I don't know. Have you any plans for your drum score in the future? Yeah, so in terms of the Big Rab Show Hornpipe, I've managed to get together a few pipers and we're going to make it a, a big thing. Bit of a production going yeah. here, Ken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was bit of a production. Sense, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he knows what's happening. Yeah. There you go. Wants eh? to come soon in the near future. Oh, I like the sound of that. So, yeah, we'll have to keep our ears out for that then, Kerr, definitely. Uh, with yourself then for Boghold, you guys had a standing season last year. How did you find it last season? First year in Grade One was excellent. Uh, obviously, to be placed at every major, second at Inverness, uh, second, oh, third in drumming was it was brilliant for a first season. Um, and for this season just look to progress and maybe go better first place one better from Inverness there you go steal a win from this guy sitting beside me tough competition (laughs) tough competition so it is going to be an incredibly interesting season I have to be to be honest and one band that I'm really looking forward to seeing this year Klaus Kelt have you guys been following Klaus Kelt's progress through grade 2 and that this past couple of years well any thoughts on Klaus Kelt yeah I think it's Definitely a band to look out for. Um, it's been great to see the progression of the band. Um, especially, I remember obviously playing in the Northern Ireland pipe band scene, yeah. um, you know, being younger and Klaus Kilt sort of seeing it coming through the ranks. And it, it's great to see another band now in Grade One as well. Um, That's it, too. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Another one into the rank. Yeah, definitely, because sometimes what can happen is it just you know, sort of slips away. But it's, it's great to see that. Obviously, it's a a band which has grown in itself community-wise as well, it, you know, and it's quite a, a close-knit thing. But um, musically and tonally, um, I think it's one to look out for sound-wise. <laughs> Definitely, I think so. Yeah, even though we're sponsored by G1, they do blow a big Chesney sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I have to get that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> So, moving forward then into 2020, you guys are already in preparation for this incoming season. Any backstage gossip, any new material, how's things going for the preparation so far? Um, Who's going to jump first here? <laughs> Obviously, uh, the off-season's going pretty well, there's new material out there, um, so all going well at Bog Hall. It's very cryptic, didn't really tell me anything, but I love that, that's just going good. What about yourself at Inverary then? Yeah, I mean, we're busy at the minute, doing a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I'll You're go even more cryptic. Yeah, yeah it's cryptic. <laughs> um, what are you playing at the concert, John? <laughs> <laughs> what concert? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
no, um, a lot of exciting things. Um, and I suppose year on year, it's like um, building on what we've done last year. I think, you know, I, I suppose for every band it's the same. So it's like always moving forward and loads of musical ideas and different people in the band influence it. It's, it's always good. This is one question I'm going to ask your pipe major that's here tonight. I've wanted to ask him this forever. Is what keeps you wanting to do it again? Do you know what I mean? You've already done it twice now. Yeah. Why, why do it again? I think the ambition is not... Well, I suppose everyone says it. <laughs> it. The main focus is, yes, obviously you do want to win the Worlds, but the main goal is to create music which you enjoy. That's um, a great answer. So I it's like, yeah. if you enjoy it and the whole band enjoys it, it's like it's going to work, isn't it, in some way. That's it. And if you win or lose, you play the tune that exactly. you've had the best crack yeah. playing. Yeah. Love that. That's a cracking answer, Jordan. Thank you. So I'm surrounded with some awesome tenor drummers, and I'm aware that the listeners to the podcast right now may be involved in the tenor drumming world and may only be starting out. Could you guys give me any kind of words of wisdom for someone lifting the tenor mallets for the first time? Where should they start, or what should they really pay attention to? For me, that's about learning uh, about a stick control. I, you know, often wonder is the first lesson you know relating to visual or are the first lesson really relating to actually to playing, s- to playing yeah. and stick grip so one of the things that we've been involved in so the Pipe and Drumming Qualifications Board Yes. so there's a new structure there with a, a revised um, approach to learning and examination from for the tenor drumming world from mm-hmm. 2 to 6 so, so there's some good exercises and stuff in there at the level 2 Rab that people could start off with um, but I would say the focus has got to be first of all learning some stick control, learning the you know the hand grip and actually you know drum to air and off and on drum. Yeah, and then technique thing. Te- really, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then you know progress into timing, counting, small rhythms that are playing. Then develop the you know the visual element and all of that. Yeah. Care of you any words for any snare drummers or tenor drummers out there? I think um, especially for tenor drummers, it's important that you can mirror some of the snare drumming rudiments and play them to a good enough standard because that is uh, the basis of what the tenor drum is. Yeah, you have to be able to play your snare line stuff as well as your tenor yeah. stuff. Yeah. You have to be in time, syncopation, all that kind of stuff to play along. Hundred percent. Words of wisdom, Jordan. I need to ask you then about flourishing. Because you're quite famous for flourishing. Some of your flourishes are <laughs> yeah, they're quite insane, actually. So, have you any tips then for flourishing? Um, well, I suppose it all stems from a rudiment sort of background. You need to understand what's going on with the pipe melody and the and the snare score to understand what's going to happen in the air. And I think that that's the fundamental. It's getting the balance right and the integration. Um, knowing what you're playing on the drum is is the big thing and building around that uh, visually is is then after Um, what I would like to think that my whole mindset towards the thing is is like having that integration where you know I'm I'm still focusing on heavily the score that I'm playing with dynamics and clarity and making that happen to a snare score Mm -hmm. but building visuals around that and not sacrificing one for the other so and it's I think playing first, visual second, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Visuals does play second fiddle to well because fundamentally I'm a tenor drummer. I'm not a tenor flourisher. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not excited too harsh, but you know. Yeah, you're right though. And I yeah. think sometimes that that can get taken away. I mean, the visuals obviously do add a certain quality to the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I think 
for anybody who's wanting to expand in that whole thing, the big understanding is if you've got a recording, may it be band-wise, solo-wise, that, that you're looking to improve on, it's understanding that recording of a snare score or a pipe melody and then maybe listen to that tons of times, earphones in the car, whatever, and understanding that to then build on what you could do visually. Yeah. On top of your On rhythms. top of everything else. Yeah. So it would be fair to say that you tenor drummers are the multitaskers of the piping world. I think that would be fair to say. Yeah, not everybody would say that right enough. No. <laughs> as long as it's music first. That's, that's and I suppose, it. you know, realising then, you know, what's the function of the instrument, you know, to enriching the general tonal qualities of the core, you know, things that's going on. So, and I think taking a more rudimentary approach, you know, Rab, and, mm. and you know, the players developing that offers so much more scope to what things produced for the overall ensemble and the balance, you know. Um, That's it. This, this last 10, 15 years, it's just come on leaps and bounds. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And I think competition has contributed to that at the solo level because people then have started paying more attention to tune structure and understanding it, yeah. um, which I think is fantastic. And long may it continue. We're only just getting to grips with it here in Northern Ireland, to be fair, the whole tenor solo thing. Uh, Kolobaki, I think, was the first solos who did it. And everyone was like, what? Solo tenor <laughs> drumming? But now people are really sort of catching on with oh, it absolutely. now, to be fair. Yeah. It's good to see, especially, I think sometimes it is a little overlooked for, for what it is. Um, there's a lot of musical aspects which are overlooked to, to what we do, um, which sometimes can be diluted by the visual aspect. Um, but yeah, I think musically, with the way it's, well, Certainly, I would look at things as in terms of chord progressions and tunes and yeah. structures of, of, of different things, and there is a lot of merit in that, which I suppose sometimes does get overlooked um, from a tenor, tenor drum point of view. Um, mm. So, I think it is quite rewarding, maybe not to be a prize winner in a, in a solo performance, but certainly to to play a solo performance. It's yeah. it's one thing that's like a, it, it's tough to do to. I'm sure, I'm yeah. Sure, because yeah. There's nobody beside you you can blame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apart from yourself. And, and, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And for many, it will be a totally new experience. But, you know, and, it, and it's certainly growing. Um, and as it grows, I think what we're doing is the quality of the player improves. So, yeah. you know, we've got the international solos and the brand structure is... And now we're, you know, the global appeal is certainly, you know, is, is certainly there. So I think it's, um, it's a fantastic progression. And long may that continue. Definitely, have to agree. And ProLine's going to be blazing through 2020 with lots of new developments. Keep the eyes peeled. Exactly, <laughs> keep the eyes peeled. Guys, thanks so much for chatting to us and best of luck for this incoming season. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers, Rob. Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, just before I, I play um, for you, for you, I just want to uh, say one thing. Uh, first of all, thanks for everybody for supporting this fantastic cause. Thanks to Gary and the old, on all the backroom staff for everything they've done. Tremendous amount of work went into this. Um, tonight we were celebrating all the solo world champions and many more. And there's one gentleman that we uh, don't have his photograph up on the, um, the, the what? Screen. That's what you call it. Screen. <laughs> so there's one gentleman here that his photograph is not on the screen. And um, uh, this gentleman, uh, I want to dedicate my performance and my solo to tonight. 
he's my mentor, um, the very greatest drummer ever that lived, uh, Mr. Alec Dothert. Rachel Tom. Hi, how are you, Rachel? I'm good, yeah. How did you find it down there tonight? Very warm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's an understatement, yeah. Very warm. I think poor Jim lost about three stone weight when he was up there. <laughs> I think so, yeah. No, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed playing. Uh, it's, it's good fun, actually. And have you performed before at things like this in Northern Ireland before, or is this a, a first for you? Yes, this was a first, complete first, and I loved it. The crowd were amazing. Ah, oh, the so, word. They were kind of pepped for it, weren't yeah. they? So, I have to say, for yourself, World Championship win, what was that like? Surreal. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was very, very surreal. I couldn't believe it when it happened. Like, I stood up and I was like, what? <laughs> I, that, did they really read my name? Yeah, exactly, kind of yeah. Because um, you work so hard for it, obviously, many years, and sometimes you, you don't get where you want to be, so... And that was the first time being in the prize list, and it was first, so... It's not a bad time to be in the prize no. list, yeah. So, I have to say, you've been involved in the drumming scene and the pipe band world for quite a while. Do you want to give us a bit about your history, then? When yeah. you, what got you started? So, I started in primary six, I think it was, and it was David Ross. Um, he came over, and he he was doing introductions into pipe band, and um, it was him and Gordon Bruce were starting up West Lothian School's pipe band. So that was the whole start. Yeah, then. that was the start of it. Yeah. So ever since then, I've just been playing, and the band progressed and got promoted to juvenile and things like that. So. See. What are you looking for here, Garth? Tempted there. I know that. You you done that earlier? Who was I chatting to earlier? I can't remember. I think it was Beth Preston, and Garth came along and went, "Yo." <laughs> so with that being said, then. Progressing through the band ranks and everything, and then obviously being in the solo world, is there, you know, do you find a difference between the two? Which one would you prefer? I think they both have major positives in different ways. Um, solo obviously brings on your confidence and your individual playing, and you know, being able to stand in front of someone and just just play. Um, whereas the band, it's it's that kind of family feel, and you know that, that you've got people next to you, so you feel a bit of comfort in it. That's it. And then if you ever make a mistake, you can blame the guy next yeah, exactly. to you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, not me. I stand next to Davies. So that's not a good idea. No. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, especially police. I feel like the police are a major major family. I'm sure. Yeah. So, how would you find this past season with the band? 
Um, yeah, so it was my first season. Um, so not gonna lie, I was very nervous. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Was, yeah, okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you fit it in like a glove. Though. You guys had a great season. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Um, drum corps absolutely loved being out there. Um, yeah, it was just it was good. I mean, you don't always get the results you want, but you come off, and if you've played well and you all know you've played well, then you can only be happy with that. So if you kept the lead drummer happy, that's job done. Yeah, I think. Exactly, yeah. yeah, Gareth could testify to that. What's that? So if you keep your lead drummer. Sorry, happy. I'm just hijacking Rachel's interview here. <laughs> Not at all. Can, yeah, the hijack go, Golden Child's interview. Golden Child. Golden Child. Yeah, we all love Golden Child. Golden Child. Yeah. Rach is our. Uh, Golden child. British drum so we, we golden gold, child. Are we golden? Are we the blue eye. The blue eye. Go. I was going to say, eye. you actually now have an endorsement by Remo. Is that be right? That's correct. Yes, yeah. that would be correct. <laughs> How come you haven't got one guy? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to have really words missed. after this. Have a fight. There you go. But honest to goodness, I've been singing the praises of these British drum cold drums. Yeah. You guys, I'm dead excited to hear you on the grass with these yeah. as a core. Yeah. Um, the core drums look pretty good. Yeah, pretty awesome. We, we love them. It's like Christmas opening. Them, I, I could speak on behalf of <laughs> anybody else. Like you know, different yeah. band and that. But yeah, really looking forward to hearing these guys playing them. Yeah. Have you heard them then as a core with the band yet, Rachel? Yeah. Um, so we've just be, we've just been setting them up and everything like that. Um, so First impressions. Just I, I don't know how to explain it. I just I really love them. I, honestly, I don't know how to explain it. Just yeah. By the look of them, they look. So futuristic, and yeah. they look really, really good, and so it's like loads of aesthetic. But the sound of them as well is just above, in my opinion, above yeah. above the rest. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's arguable. We could have that argument on the podcast, I'm sure. Uh, but I know for a fact there's a lot of people very excited to see you guys on the grass this year with the new core and everything. It's going to be a real interesting year. So can I say that you're a bit of a trailblazer in the bagpiping world, being female and lifting a world championship? What's that like as kind of blazing that trail for female drummers? That's something ever since I started because obviously it was a very male kind of dominated instrument. It is, yeah. And that's something that I've always kind of aimed to do. Even if it was two people that I encouraged, that was enough for me. So to see like the amount of people who have come on, um, yeah, it's, it's really good. And I dare say, I'm not blowing your trumpet here, but I dare say there's a lot of people that's lifted the sticks because they go, oh, Rachel could do it. And she's a girl, just yeah. it, you know, I could do it too. Do you ever find that? Yeah, I mean, I put up a video on Facebook that kind of went a bit mental, and loads of people seen that. Was that the one that you were practicing along with? Uh, Galway Girl. That's yeah, the one, I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Aye, that really did go viral. It did. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect that, I just put it out, just thought, you know, a couple of people see it, that'd be good, encourage yeah. people, and yeah, the amount of comments that were on it saying, like, oh, I want to do that, and stuff Aye. like that, so... That's amazing. Well, Phantom, keep up the good work, Thank Rachel. And I, I can't wait to see you guys on the grass. So Thank good you. luck for 2020. Thank you very much. Thanks. Well, joining us on the podcast is a bit of a drama legend, if you don't mind me saying so, sir. Mr. Gordon Brown. How are you, sir? I'm great. This has been an absolutely fantastic night. Isn't it, though? Oh, it's the best crack. <laughs> but you know, but not just for the audience point of view, for the participants point of view, because it's like... We don't get a lot of chance throughout the season. You know, I'm, I'm standing drinking with Barry Wilson, Stephen McWhorter. I know, just casually, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it's, it's great because you, you never get a chance to, to chat to these guys throughout the season. Because not just because you're competing against them, it's, it's, it's the time structures. And when you finish a championship, everybody's all back on their bus and their way, way home, away yeah. home and that. It's been absolutely fantastic. That's it. So I have to say, you've been quite a busy man. Yeah. Travelling around the world as always. Yeah. Yeah. How did you find Winter Storm this year? Oh, Winter Storm's amazing. That is just an unbelievable uh, event. The way it's organised, 
for the for the, for the solos to the teaching to the concert it's absolutely amazing absolutely sure. amazing yeah and if anything this event couldn't really hold a flag to it and the size of it but the spirits here I think you know oh. pipe and folk all getting together oh yeah you know the good thing about this this isn't a competition this this is a night a night of fun probably a night to celebrate like piping and rumming because I, mean, I don't want to come to an event like this and compete compete against uh, like my peers no. and stuff like that yeah. it, it, it takes it takes all the pressure away from you because you can come and actually enjoy yourself that's and it. turn it into a competition. You, I, I just, I wouldn't like, like anything like that. No, no. This yeah. is more of a shindig, I think. Yeah. So, can I say first of all, thank you for last season, Boghall Hannah. That's outstanding year. How oh, did you find it? Oh yeah. Uh, well, as a lot of people know, I brought, I virtually brought my full juvenile core up into Grade One last year because they were, well, they were basically ready to come up. Yeah. And the winter from January onwards was just absolutely amazing, and it was, it brought a lot of. I brought a lot of life back to me because it, cause it's what it's all about in our band is bringing youngsters through and you know come to the first championship and you're standing next to you know 14 year old 13 year old 14 year old 15 year old guys and girls yeah, it's absolutely yeah. well when I came into grade one I was god I was only about 15 16 really? and, and yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah 1980 there you are, dude yeah. I'm trying to do the sums <laughs> <laughs> working out how far back it was yeah Mm. Well, that's incredible. Well, if anything, you know, Boghall being such a young band, there's so much talent in the band, if you don't mind me saying. So many incredibly talented drummers and pipers too. Yeah. And you guys, you know, I put myself out there on the show, too much criticism by some, but I did say that you guys had my favourite medley selection of this past season. Oh, that's, that's, that's great. That's so, great. rolling into 2020 then, have you any little sneak peeks? Have you any oh, new material, anything oh, like yes. that? We have got a new medley we were working on and... I, I love it. I actually love the medley. I love the opening tune. It's a new tune written by a pipe sergeant, Callum Watson. Uh, we've got a couple of traditional jigs, a beautiful slow air, a couple of traditional slow airs, and we're actually finishing off with a couple of traditional reels with a wee bit of twist. And that's, all, that's, that's all I can say. That's all you're saying now? Ah, oh, there you go. Brilliant <laughs> stuff. I love all this. So, Gordon, I have to say... Online, you're kind of well known as being a Glasgow Rangers fan. Oh yes, yes, I don't hide that. Not at all. <laughs> but you get quite a bit of stick about it as well from the guys from Slot. Stephen oh, Crichton no, loves to have no, a pop you know, at you. Stephen is a good friend of mine, and <laughs> I don't know if anybody's seen the picture on my Facebook, but Stephen Roberts, the oh, doctor, <laughs> that the two years running down the hill. That's no, right. No, no, that's did you know that is all just pure fun. There's, there's no, there's. There's nothing other than fun with that. And, I, and, and that's the way it should be with football. Of you know? course. No, that's, and it entertains yeah. me on a Sunday now. So <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad we're entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic stuff. So rolling into 2020 then, competition season in front of you. You guys are bound to be busy in preparations. Yeah. Be anything else coming up that's big in 2020? Yeah, God. Yeah. Concerts or the likes? No, not this year. No, I, I think, as you know, we played at Celtic Connections. Uh, we had a really good concert. Uh, Your drum salute, by the way, salute to Tom. Br- oh my word! You know, that was uh, the, the, we first played that in 2012 at the 40 concert. I thought that. I was going to ask you about that. Yes, and the, the, all the drumming and that's in the book. There you go. See, I love the way you work <laughs> that in there. Plug. A wee yeah. plug. <laughs> yeah. I thought I heard it before. So yeah. that wasn't its first out. No, there. no, no. That was 2012 when we were in the 40 concert. Uh, we've actually changed the name. It's not. It's not just uh, salute to Tom Brown. It's Salute to drum major Tom Brown, MBE now. Oh, let's say, look, full <laughs> title. We had to change it. 
Fantastic stuff. Well, Gordon, I want to wish you guys in Boghall the very best of luck this incoming season. We'll be cheering for you. Oh, thanks very much. There's, you know, there's always been a good, a, a really lovely tie between our, our band and Northern Ireland. Uh, do you know we've done a lot of concerts over here, and we've, I think and we've got a good following over here in that as well. Inspired in Belfast. Oh god, yeah, that was amazing as well. Yeah. That was on my top five yeah. list of recordings. I think we ah, talked about that in the podcast. Excellent. I was there front row. Uh, well, all of you, well, because I've been in the band so long, God, we, we, we were 1984 Ballamina, 1989 Ballamina. That's right, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After we did, in 1989, after we did the Rubik's Cube album, we came over and actually done the, the, the album. The, at the Ballamina concert. That's right, I remember that well. So, who knows, you might return to Northern Ireland for another recording. Oh, that, would, that, would be, that would be fantastic. That, <laughs> you know, one, the Northern Ireland audience is just one of the best audiences in the world because it's, they're, 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 they're so receptive and they're, they're, they're there to hear music and be entertained and it's, you know, it's, it's great. That's it. The crowd in there tonight is certainly enjoying themselves, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gordon, thanks a million, man. I really no appreciate it. Cheers. No
joining us on the podcast is... Yeah, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? I think I can't do you justice, to be honest. <laughs> Chris Armstrong. How about you, Chris? Are you well? I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> so you're putting these bad boys away. Actually, I caught you at a bad moment. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I just need to try and fit the pipes into the school bag. And we'll, a we'll school be, bag? Ah, a school bag, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Why a school bag? Do you have a pipe box? You can put it under the, underneath the seat in front of you. <gasps> oh, for flying with, of course. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's all these wee tricks in the trade, we don't know. That's the one, that's the yeah. one. So, I have to ask you then, how did you find it out there tonight? But on the stage, in front of all that crowd, did you I, enjoy it? It was good, I enjoyed it. I mean, I've that that's the first time actually that I've played uh, by myself mm. uh, in front of a, a big crowd like that for a couple of years. And it was good, I enjoyed it. The pipes were going well, the hands were going no bad. Um, Combination of the two went all right. We bit, we bit edgy, we bit nervous, but ah, it was fine. It was fine. I enjoyed it. Nervous though, you'd be surprised. (laughs) Honestly, you'd you'd be surprised. I mean, I I, like I said to you, it's been a couple of years since I've I've played Mm. by myself in front of a crowd like that, and it's 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 mostly down to the fact that you know I'm doing the band thing. I've got that on the go and. So therefore, you know, you don't get so many opportunities to do yeah. something like that, you know, yeah, which yeah. which is which is fine, you know. But when it comes to actually doing it, mm. uh, you know, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what kind of player you are, it's always going to be a pressure. You still a pressure get the, thing, the, you know? the butterflies That's kind of it. thing. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. you do. So obviously, I have to talk to you about the bands. How did you find this past season? Twenty or twenty nineteen's been quite a good year for Scottish Power. It was. It, it was an enjoyable season. You know, I mean. <laughs> We we didn't quite make winning a major, but you know we we, we come close. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a few good runs. We had the, the concert, and, and and the concert was, from my point of view, was was the highlight of the season. Definitely, um, I was going to say the congratulations on that front. Uh, so many good reports from that. How did you find that yourself too? Yeah, I mean it was it was. It was a lot of hard work, um, a lot of really enjoyable hard work, um, and it, it it was it came together well. You know, it yeah. it I think it, it came across well. I think the the, the audience really enjoyed it. And at, at the end of the day, that's what you're aiming for, isn't it? You know what I mean? I mean, you can play all the all the tunes you want, but unless the, the people that are sitting there listening to it enjoy it, then yeah. it's a, it, you've you've missed you've missed the point. That's know? it, yeah. And, and bringing bringing Rora on board as well, stroke yeah. of genius. Yeah, no, that was that 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 was a really um, fantastic experience. You know, these guys. I mean, I know you know the Piper with Rora, Stephen. Mm-hmm. I've known him for a, a good number of years now. He's a fantastic Piper, um, but listening to their stuff um, and and being a fan of the band and things like that as well as, you know, you, you, you've got a lot of respect for, for, for these guys. I mean, they're fantastic musicians and things like mm. that as well. So to bring them on board and in, incorporate that and, the, of course, the, the guys from Cap Caval, the, bom- the Bombard right. yeah. uh, guys, yeah. uh, it was, um, I would say, personally, I would say it, it was like a huge, huge sound. Like it was phenomenal yeah, sound, aye. you know. Definitely combined, and one that won't be forgot anytime soon. So I have to ask the question then that everyone's been asking me, and I don't know, but obviously the last few worlds pre-worlds concerts has been recorded and released as an album. 
do you know is there any plans in the works for no, there, there isn't um, and it was the same the last time as well when we did the concert back in 2011 yeah we focused and put all the budget into the, the actual live show. concert yes. you know um, and so that meant that uh, in terms of money available um, yeah. it, it, the, there was none um, it was mm-hmm. the same the last time. It was the same this time. We we focused everything into the live performance. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I believe there's. Um, in fact, well, I know there's there's a few videos out there on on YouTube and things. The mm-hmm. usual the usual stuff, and that's that's fantastic because at least there's some wee bit of it. Yeah, wee bit of a little clip there, of history you know, there. And yeah, that, and that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to have that there. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, there's there's not going to be any. Uh, no, no recording. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's a regret. But yeah. by the same token, though, if you wanted to see the show, you had to you be know, there. It, it's, it's, it, you know, it. you put you put your all into into producing that 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 live show, and from a, a monetary point of view, we we we, we pre- placed the preference on on producing the show. Sure, you know? and that makes that, sense to me. That was really yeah. what it came down to. Now, there's a couple of questions that our listeners have sent in to, to me, and number one, top of the pile, has to be the silver tip on that <laughs> on the pipes people asking all sorts what was yeah, the yeah, thinking yeah. behind this at Worlds we're, we're trying to keep the aliens away that's that was getting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, in all seriousness no. um, basically I, I mean we all know what kind of summer we had last year and, and, mm. and for the most part it was actually a decent summer there was a lot yeah. of really intense sunshine and mm-hmm. things like that and we, we play the bag covers that we play are good bag covers but they're black yeah and black is going to cause yeah. serious problems with uh, with heat mm. and things like that so I had been thinking about what we did for a long time actually was probably the year before actually it was the year before we did it I'd started thinking about it anyway we first trialed it um, on our way up the road to Inverness right the major in Inverness yeah and uh, it was like the Friday night, we're on our way up the road and we stopped in Pitlochry for a tune, you know, like most bands do. Yeah. Um, and it was a really intense heat. Even at, at the time of night that we'd stopped, the sun was was mm. really strong and stuff. So anyway, there was a bit of thought had went into it beforehand. It went on Amazon and bought sheets of this stuff. Right. And cut it into shapes and blah, blah, blah. Gave it out to the guys, you know, and the guys, you know, elastic bands and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we got to Bitlockery and it was really warm and the sun was pretty intense and stuff. I said, right, guys, let's get the stuff out, put it on, we'll see how it goes and see what happens. And kind of, it was, the, the result was positive and I was like, right, okay, so the, it's done its job. There you go, yeah. The following day, I was hoping for sun, which we got. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as we all know, it, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how much I can swear on, on, on the show, but the uh, in the fan. I did, yeah. You know, um, uh, and, and it was rather wet thereafter. Yeah. So yeah. we didn't get to, to actually put it into practice. Mm. And the next time that we had the sort of opportunity was, was at the Worlds. Now, it's arguable from my point of view that we should probably or possibly have used it on the Friday. As well as the Saturday. As well as the Saturday. Yeah. But, you know, it came... Th- the bit came at the bit, and I was like, for the medley, um, we did what a run in the, the MSR in the morning, and we suffered from the sunlight on the bag right, covers, I and, and it, it, it caught, it, you know, it cost us a bit of, a bit of quality in the performance. Mm. So I took the decision. I thought, right, okay, 
we're going to do it. We're going to we're going to use it um, in the medley, and we did. Yeah. You know, and obviously, I mean, you, you can't miss it. It's 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 stood out. It drew a lot of know, people's it's, attention. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. But the the end result was that it uh, helped us maintain the the sound and the, the tone certainly um, yeah. until the end of the performance. So, you know, it served its purpose, which uh, which was. That's the goal. That's, that was the goal in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's that's the long-winded answer to the to the to the question. Well, there you are, folks. Hope that answers your question. Uh, the next one then is obviously rolling into 2020. Has the band got any big plans rolling into this incoming season? Um, the the only sort of big plans are changes in music, really. You know, in terms of what we're yeah. doing, uh, our approach, and things like that. So, pretty much the same. You know, looking for for any sort of Improvements that we can that we can gain any any edge that we can get, but we've got a new medley, Ooh, um, right, nice. which is replacing the number two medley. Ah. So we're we're keeping the medley that we played at the world's final last year. That's, that's been kept. Thank you um, for <laughs> the for the last year, um, yeah. and then that will change again. I think probably next year. So we're keeping that one. We've got a new. I don't like to call number one a number two medley, but we've got a, a, a number. Uh, we've got a new other medley, right? Um, yeah. And a wee bit of shake up in the MSRs. We've ditched John Morrison, which we've played for a long number oh, of years now. Played that for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gone. It's gone this year. Right. Anyway, and you know, we'll, we'll see how it pans out. But we've uh, we've brought in Pretty Marion, which uh, oh, is one of my favourite tunes actually. Yeah. I, but I played it myself for a long number of years in the solos and and and, and did pretty well with it. So Aye. brought that back. We did play it years ago. Um, um, for a couple of seasons, I think, and then ditched it. But we brought it back, I think, and we're uh, perhaps making a, a slightly better job of it. It's, it's going well. I'm, I'm ah, pretty nice happy about it shaping up anyway. There you go. Well, I have uh, three more questions to ask, and then I'll let you know. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, so, yes, you guys are quite famous, obviously, with a lot of our American listeners for playing simple tunes well, mm-hmm. notably Castle Dangerous. You guys yes. are quite famous for that. Have you any tunes that you would like to tackle that you know as being dead simple but could sound magic? Right, so we, we, perhaps we've got a wee set of sim- simple or good rather yeah. three fours on the go this year I've, di- I've ditched some of the tuning up stuff that we were playing previously mm-hmm. and this year I've actually brought back uh, Castle Dangerous Cracking and yeah. uh, <laughs> um, uh, Dream Valley which we played a couple of years ago at the start oh, of the memory yeah, yeah so that's back oh, and brilliant. a new one when I say a new one it's an old tune I mean I played it when I was a boy yeah. uh, Mary Grant of Loch Gelly so okay. we've got a new set of three fours on the go which uh, complete with you know Two-part harmonies and the usual stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that that's that's been maybe you know it's nice to revisit stuff. I'm conscious also though of you know revisiting too much and and things becoming a bit too familiar and things like that. Yeah. But it's nice to bring those two tunes back, Dream Valley and Castle Dangerous, because they're they're synonymous with the band I would imagine you know no, and also yeah. introducing this new one that I played as a kid uh, and I really enjoyed playing and I remember playing it years ago and, and, and liking the tune so it's nice to bring that into the mix as well yeah. excellent stuff no, that's brilliant so I need to ask you a big rap show staple in fact there's two of them uh, number one is what has been your most memorable moment so far in your piping career is there one that in stands out in piping career yeah from from, from 
from, from starting, starting right the way till right now. Stop. That's a seriously difficult question. That's a big one, isn't it? <laughs> um, There's bound to be some moments that really stick out. The I'm going to have to say there's three, right? Okay. And I'll give you them in order. Sure, sure. Um, Paisley in 2018 when we won the British. I mean, Uh that that goes without saying. The the reaction um, from the troops that day. I mean, I remember going, going, you know, the result was read out and blah, blah, blah. And everybody went absolutely nuts. (laughs) The usual, the Glengarry's up there and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Went down to correct the prize. um, Proudest punch, back up. And I was walking back up to the band, and and they were still going mental. Obviously, you know, it, it was all. It, it, it's a big deal. It, it took us a while to get there, you yeah, know. Yeah. So it, you know, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of relief there, and uh, and uh, what have it, what have you. So anyway, I remember walking back up to the band, and uh, I actually stopped maybe about fifteen feet short, and just stood and took it in for a second, what mm. it meant to the guys. The, the whole thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it, obviously it meant a lot to me, but I'm one person. It's it's a team effort, you yeah. know. And so I just stood back for about maybe five, ten seconds mm. and watched, and they couldn't see me. Um, and it was phenomenal. Oh, so that, that, that was absolutely, yeah. probably the best moment ever. Wow. Um, just, just seeing what it meant to everybody else, you know, because you know you, you're so driven and focused from a from a leadership point of view, and yeah. blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, but to see how the troops, what it meant to them, was was fun, phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Th- th- one of the best moments. Oh, superb. Um, other than that, the two worlds concerts actually, right, you know, because you work so hard to 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 get it to the finish line. You never really know how it's going to go. You never really know how it's going to be received and things like that and you hope that what you've put together is going to be well received and I think mm-hmm. for the most part both concerts you know the first one maybe slightly more controversial with what we did in the second half and things like that and and whatnot but I yeah. think on the whole both concerts were well received so that's a, a great um sort of recognition is not the right word Standout but moment. It's, it, yeah. it, 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 it's an acceptance of of, of your, what you're doing musically, yeah. And let's face it, as musicians, we're looking for that. You know, you know, we, we we want people to to like what we're doing because otherwise, what's the point? There you, you go. Know? So <laughs> I would say that's probably the three standout things that I've ever. I mean, there's probably lots more because I've been at it for a few, a couple of years now. A few, a few, a, a, yeah. a couple, a couple, just right. a couple. <laughs> um, there's probably a lot more in there as well. I mean, you know. Yeah, there is. There's probably a lot more, but they, those would be uh, off the top of my head. Those yeah. would, be, would be the three standouts. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. So, can I ask you then? Have you got a favourite cheese? Cathedral <laughs> City. Ooh, nice. Yes, it's I it, love a bit of Cathedral City. Creamy but strong. Aye, yeah, and you can get and it you real can, strong. You can buy it pre-sliced nowadays. Well, can they? Oh, you can, and it's nice on crackers with a bit of butter. Never knew it. There Jacob's you go. crackers. Bit of Lord Park and a bit of Cathedral City. You can't whack it. And you're elected. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, thank you so much for the years of music. And if anything, yeah, I'm a bit of a fan. Have been for years. And I am dead keen to see you guys blaze the trail through 2020. I'm looking forward to this incoming season. Thanks very much, Rob. I appreciate it. Good luck. All the best. Thanks. Stuart Level.
Colin Tully five major of St Lawrence at followed by Cameroonian Rant as a hornpipe arranged by Alan Tully. Great use of grace notes, which is why pipers don't need drummers, you know. <laughs> You guys are great, I love it. <laughs> and now I'm going to tune my pipes.
Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear for Short Little. Somebody's behind in the bar. There's a way. Okay, folks, that was all a solo performance of these drummers and one place. First time ever in the world. We're going to play the drum salute, honestly, and this, like what we had earlier on for the dedication for those people who unfortunately died with cancer, this is our tribute to those people who won their fight with cancer. Ladies and gentlemen, the drummers.
grand. Well, I'm here with the man of the moment, if you don't mind me saying so. This is the first time probably you've sat down the night, mate. It is. It's been a hectic, eventful, but brilliant night. Brilliant. Hasn't it, though? It's been great tonight. Um, if anything, the crowd in there was kind of up for the crack just as soon as the kickoff whistle blew, if you know what I mean. Yeah, from the start, uh, whenever... And yes, I'm being biased here. We never had Jackson on, three years old, doing what last Sunday he wasn't going to do. <laughs> I thought you were joking when you said that. He didn't want to do it at all. No, last Sunday it was, no, I'm not doing this. And then we had a wee tantrum earlier on, but um, he did it. And like all the performers, they're absolutely brilliant. And um, as a guy there shortly after saying to me, you should be proud and privileged to put a shoe all like that. But you know something, these guys are way beyond that and you can you, you can actually say they're amazing all all pipers drummers tenor drummers it's been great uh, they put on a hell of a show to be fair yeah i think the audience here tonight had quite a lot to cheer about yeah there's no doubt about it um how would well anybody who does go home disappointed and i'm not saying everybody's going to go home absolutely delayed but the feedback i've got so far from everybody's been brilliant another brilliant night Indeed, yeah. So, Gary, this is the third time we've been here and done this. You guys have raised an incredible amount of money for charity. Have you any indication as to how much this event has raised yet? Or? Well, we know a rough count on the, the auction there alone was £1,725. Wow, that's um, brilliant. The football, the three shirts, brought in approximately 2000 and then you have ticket sales and and all of that on top of it. So I'm sure you're trying to compute it all in your head right I, now. I would say I would say well should be ten grand. We should be okay. Wow. See, it would not be something. Not, you know, for such an amazing charity, it's great to see so many piping folk gather together to help support this. I see a lot of people all now seem to look forward to this because it's like the first kind of knees up or whatever word you want to use. Yeah, uh, it was the first knees up of the year, and basically. Everybody seems to look forward to it now. So and it gets everybody gets the whole season out. You know, everybody meets up, mingles, socialising, all of that for a good cause. And yeah. and well, that's that's just a bit ahead of it, isn't it? So that's it for 2020. Then, have you any other future plans for any future events? Not future events, but hopefully, stay waiting long enough to watch <laughs> the rugby tomorrow. Good man. <laughs> That sounds about as far ahead in the future. I yeah. don't. I don't know. There's. Uh, I've always said this is the third year. I was going to say it in there earlier, but um, somebody has put a wee seed of thought in my mind for Uh-oh. 2021. Oh, here we go. But so we might be returning. We might. We could, yes, wait and see. We, we could well be returning, but it will be. It will be a different setup. A different thing if we do. Yeah. But it's. It will take a lot more. I'll take a bigger team to sort it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it on my own. But see, um, well, that, I don't know. I can see your brain was in here trying to figure it out. So keep us informed, Gary. I will. Anyway. And again, like the last couple of years, thank yourself and all the team for everything you've done. No problem. For, uh, yeah. For to publicise this here or do anything at all. So it's, it's much appreciated. No problem at all. As, as I said earlier on, like pipe bands, one the pipe major doesn't want nothing. Lynn Drummer doesn't want nothing. It takes the team around them. That's right. Um, yeah. and 100%. It's, it's, you know, as well as you could have the best person at the helm, it's also to do with the person 
you know, around them really that wins the championships for them. Yeah, that's it. It's all, it's all a team effort. And when you, when you see everybody going around here, you know, at, at this stage to try and get one red up as quick as possible, it is a team effort. What's you know, um, but that's what it's all about. So, well, Gary, I have to say another successful event, and we're more than chuffed. And thanks again for having us here at the Big oh, Rap Show. Much well, appreciated. Well, Cheers, Gary. All right, time for a beer, man. Now you're talking. <laughs> So folks, that's it from the Kids with Cancer charity concert. I have to say, it's been an absolute blast. The crowd here has been insane, (laughs) and the acts equally so. Now, if anything, it's very heartwarming to see so many pipe band folk gathering together to raise money for such an incredible charity. It's hard. It's hard to keep not a dry eye, do you know what I mean? So it's fantastic to see so many pipe band folk gathering together and raising a lot of money for charity. Awesome stuff. Well, I think <laughs> this is about time for me to go. It's, what, almost 2.30, 3am at this stage, and I just about have a voice left. If any of you are interested in watching any of the footage from this event, then go to the Big Rab Show Facebook page. We actually managed to live stream the entire thing <laughs> from start to end, including the charity auction. And some of you guys online actually were successful in getting some of the items. So, yes, thank you, everyone. And like I said, go and check out the live stream on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. And that's it from me and this event. Thank you again to Gary Smith and the organizers and everyone who's been involved, the acts, the backstage team, just everything. It's been fantastic. So that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. We shall see you here on the podcast, as always, next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your merch and to be kept up to date with all the news, views and chat throughout the week. Also, check us out on Patreon and become some of the Patreon faithful for loads of extra content for just $5 a month. Until next time, guys, thanks for checking out the Rab Show podcast and we'll see you all next week. All the best.